welcome to the Bull City Summit Podcast, a place where science, technology, art, and music converge, and a place where you can hear more about the Bull City Summit, September 15th to 17th, 2022, in the Bull City, Durham, North Carolina. Today, BCS CEO Parag Bandari hosts from the EarFluence Podcast Studio at American Underground in Durham. Here's Parag. Hey, this is Parag with the Bull City Summit podcast. Our guest today is Amanda Ronan with RTP. She's a senior director of programming for the Research Triangle Park. Amanda, thank you for joining us. How are you? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Amazing. So our podcast is obviously focused on you know various different sectors of the Bull City Summit programming, right? So music, art, science, technology. It doesn't get any better or more credible than RTP. So we're, A, super excited and grateful to be working with you on BCS. And I, this is totally going to be the start to a lot of things that, that hopefully we'll be doing together over the, over the, over the coming years. So before we kind of get into all of that, love to learn more about your background and your journey to RTP. Yeah, so I'm originally from New Jersey. I know we share that. Yeah, keeping <laughs> um, it real. Keeping it real. So originally from New Jersey, came down to North Carolina for college, went to NC State. Plan was always to go back, but, you know, kind of fell in love with this area and met my husband and we stayed here. Amazing. So I've been in North Carolina for now, gosh, close to 15 years. The Research Triangle Park was actually my first job out of college. So, so you've been there for a while. So, yep. Well, we just had our 10-year anniversary. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been there, been there from the start, really been able to see the park grow and change. And, you know, what I was doing 10 years ago versus what I'm doing now, I couldn't have even mapped that out in my head if I had tried. Yeah. No, I mean, RTP, wow. You know, I, I when we started doing event planning here a couple of years ago, it was just the... The, the part of Durham or one of the many parts of Durham that just adds so many different layers into the community and programming, right? So can you maybe talk about that a little bit? And then obviously when you started with RTP and how it's kind of evolved to Yeah, sure. The so so the park is over 60 years old. And when the when it first came about, the idea was we were really low on the economic totem pole compared to other states. And a group of men got together and purchased all of this land, um, which is now the Research Triangle Park, and priced it really well with the hopes of attracting different big companies to have their headquarters here, really to bring in business. We had all these great universities right in this condensed area, but the talent was leaving because there weren't jobs. Like you said, it was a lot of agriculture, which was great for this region, but the science and the research and the medical not so much. You know, people were graduating and leaving and they wanted to keep them here. So the Research Triangle Park was born. The mission was to bring those big companies and it was successful for 50 or so years. You know, we got some great names out here. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So many big players. Um, There's a couple of small companies. Yeah. yeah, And and that's, but but that's part of the evolution too. You know, it was small companies like IBM and Oracle. (laughs) Well, they wanted the big dogs. They wanted the big names, but as it evolved over time, there was a place for those smaller companies, mid-sized companies. Um, But the, the model was great for about 50 or so years, but there's only so much land that you can sell. So the foundation is who I work for, the Research Triangle Foundation, flipped their business model about 10 years ago, started buying back some of that land that they were selling previously, bought it back and wanted to redevelop it ourselves. So we could really 
showcase those smaller companies, entrepreneurs. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, because at the end of the day, what we want to do is lift up the people of North Carolina, which we could do so easily with those big dog companies. But you didn't really have a place for entrepreneurs or small to mid-sized companies. They, they couldn't get a big ground lease. They right. couldn't afford that. So that was really the shift about 10 years ago, which is about when I started. Right um, on. The park. So, you know, that that's interesting. So there's, there's obviously you've got your big core companies and we're going to talk about all the new companies that are coming in. Right? Yeah. I, I, I have been exposed to a lot of the smaller or startups because we're working with them with different program for the summit. So you were able to kind of witness that, that change. Would you say that it's, it's, I don't know if sold out's the right word, but is it, is it over saturated? Is there still room for growth as, Definitely still room for growth. Yeah. I think that is seen at businesses like First Light Venture, mm -hmm. Alexandria Innovations, and then the Frontier Campus, which is where I primarily work now and where Boxyard is. Yeah. There's so many people wanting to be in the park, you know, have that name recognition. The fun fact is, you know, there's a lot of businesses that say they're an RTP or they're a Research Triangle Park company. And That's not, where I was getting at. Yeah, yeah they're it's not. It's a very specific. It's a specific range. Of land, yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. it's a specific. You enter the park, you leave the park. Yeah. It's not. If you're in Raleigh, unfortunately, you're not an RTP. If you're in Durham, unfortunately, you're not an RTP. You have to actually be an RTP. Yeah. It's its own tax district. So that's something that a lot of people don't know. We love that people want to be part of the brand. So you know, we're not going to really go after anyone who uses RTP in their sure. name. I mean, that's great, and sure. we're glad that we're benefiting the region. But technically, yeah. they have to be in a certain boundary to be within the park. And there's so many people wanting to be. So there's a ton of potential for growth out yeah, there. Yeah, that's fascinating. So before we started the podcast, we we're talking about like RTP and what it what it means and, and the branding, obviously, what it represents. And to a degree, it's sort of like an East Coast Silicon Valley, but there's so much more I in, in my, yeah. you know, limited sort of exposure to it. Probably by the, sh what's the, the right word? I guess a variation of, of disciplines that are represented mm -hmm, there. Definitely. And then, of course, people who are from the triangle will yes. refer to RTP-based companies and all that stuff. And again, that's that's what's that's what's leading to all of this growth. That's what's leading to, you know, things like Bull City Summit and, and stuff like that because there there is this destination, right? One thing that I'd be interested in hearing is about how when the conscious decision to make this programming or other companies involved, how has the pandemic affected that or changed that? Are you seeing, and where I'm going with this is that there's a lot of companies now coming here, yeah. right? So you probably had, and, and I'm not sure if there were companies that folded, that left, God knows, you know, what had happened. But now post pandemic, you've got this whole influx. Walk us through through some of that experience. Yeah. So I guess to back up even a little further, you know, mm -hmm. the 10 year ago shift for the park, they, they wanted there to be a more open door policy, you know, unless you had a badge or a reason or worked at one of those big companies, you weren't coming to the park. You were just driving by it on 40. You were in it and you were out of it before you even really knew there's no reason to be there right. more or less. And we wanted to change that. We wanted there to be a reason. We wanted people to be able to collaborate Geographically, we're in such a good spot, right between Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill, Morrisville, Care. I mean, all of it, right in the center. So why not leverage that and really invite the people in? So that is where the Frontier Campus was born. Mm -hmm. So the idea was to have this space where people could come, they could co-work for free. You know, we would provide the internet, the space, the meeting rooms, 
the lights would be on. Yeah. You know, people could come and gather there rather than having to go to someone else's office. Now, this was, mind you, eight years ago mm-hmm. when we opened the Frontier. We really wanted it to be free, take that money barrier out of it, especially to gain credibility in in the region. Of course, there's great co-working spaces like we are at right now, American Underground. We've got Loading Dock. We've got Raleigh Founded. There's so many great pillars already. So what are we going to give to the region and where do we fit in? So we started with that free mindset, taking the money out of it so people could try out co-working, see if it was for them. And if they wanted something a little more, we could share one of those partners' names, locations that they could they could grow. Yeah. So that's where it started, you know, this free space. The buildings that were in, they were old IBM buildings that were abandoned for 10 years. So the idea of taking something old, making it into something new was really born on this campus and something we've carried through now to Boxyard. Yeah. But all of the people above the first floor pay a nominal fee for offices. And that really helped us build the community that we were trying to build through those offices, but also on the first floor. You can build it. They will come. All of that is true. But we really wanted there to be a little more heart to the space and have that sense of community. And that's where the programming came in. So free programming, things like a simple happy hour after four so people can just connect to speaker series and lunch and learns, fitness classes, food truck rodeos, just things that yeah. get people talking. You know, we're not the matchmaker. We don't do mentors or anything like that. It's getting people organically together, that's, meeting, talking. That's great. You know, one thing that I'm seeing, and which is why, you know, this may be a good segment to, to BCS, is that it's becoming much more than just a corporate park, yes. a corporate office park, right? You've got your big office parks there, right, that have, that have been there traditionally. But it's really great that this culture is being built with with taking this sort of legacy brand like RTP and turning it into something new and, and, and developing. Before we go into some of that stuff, where could companies that are interested in being involved with that program find out more? Is it rtp.org? Or? Yep, rtp.org is a great place to start. That has everything about the whole park. We did a really awesome website rebrand recently. So when you go to the website, the rtp.org website, you can see all of our different brands on there. You can see Frontier, you can see Hub, yep. you can see Boxyard. So really easy to access. Every company's access on there. All Every company's on there. information, yeah. We've got a map of the entire park, all the acreage, all the different sectors. And it's it's a very user-friendly site. So that's a great resource to kind of start if, you, if you're trying to learn about the park. Yeah. So amazing. Thank you for that. So Box Boxyard. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, first of all, what a cool place, right? <laughs> like just a, I'll let you paint the picture, but uh, man, I, I was just there last week yeah, I heard uh, you came. to see Tess. Yeah. A shout out to Sonic Pie Productions and partner with BCS and just amazing person. But yeah, she had some bands uh, playing there. So Boxyard is that destination where, you know, RTP becomes more than just a corporate college park. Well, I'll let you d- describe it, but it's... it's <laughs> I like it's, hearing other people describe it. No, too. <laughs> my God, it's amazing. And there's 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 your, your book and bands there. There's music, there's art, there's culture, there's free events. Let, let us know about Boxyard and your vision yeah. uh, for, for what you've been doing there. So Boxyard has been such a fun project. We decided maybe five or so years ago that we needed something in the park that really attracted those folks. Historically, it was not zoned for 
food beverage retail. Mm -hmm. It was just a science and research park. So we had to rezone the land we were on, which was a big first step for the park. That is something we've never had food or beverage inside the park. So that was the biggest thing. And we knew that it had to be more than just a restaurant. It had to be a destination, a place that people wanted to come and hang out and really access the different parts of their day. So Boxyard opened just over a year ago. We opened in June of last year. It is a food beverage retail experience center made out of reused shipping containers. Yeah, it's so cool. <laughs> it is. It was for the any stage <laughs> is a shipping container that opens. The stage up. is oh a God. shipping container. For anyone listening that's considering shipping containers, I might caution you to maybe think of a different material, especially <laughs> right now they're really expensive. But it is fun. It adds to that wow factor. Yeah. People just, it's hard for them to believe that it's an actual business in there. They're like, is it hot? Is it cold? Like it, it's temperature controlled. Once you're inside one of them, you don't know oh, yeah. you're in a shipping container. Some of Full the, Steam's over there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, yeah we've great. got some really great yeah. businesses. Full Steam is our anchor tenant. They have their historic location out on Rigsby. Mm-hmm. So we were super excited that they wanted to join us and have their second location out of Boxyard. So they've got a tap room and they also have an event space, but they're just one of the 15 businesses we have out there. So all local, no chains. We really wanted to speak to the people of North Carolina, the products of North Carolina. We were super intentional in choosing who was going to be out there. We've got yeah. we got so much interest when we announced the project, yeah. which was amazing pre-pandemic. So that yeah. is what that's another reason we got so much interest pre-pandemic. Totally. We were overwhelmed with the response. It was it was amazing. And it gave us the opportunity to really pick who we wanted to be there and pick the right personalities to create the community we wanted because we want to create a community with the patrons coming but it's also important that these businesses complement one each other one of one another because they're literally on top of each other yeah and they do they do uh, it's, they do it's, yeah it's such a great setup of curation yeah it's not just about the products but it's about the people behind it too and yeah people knowing that they're coming to boxer and supporting somebody local I love, again, I love full steams there, right? Because yeah. what better, we just had Gla- uh, Chris from Glass Jug a couple, mm-hmm. couple of weeks ago. I mean, yeah. same thing. Yeah, they're they awesome. have a fantastic location. Their original location mm-hmm. is over at RTP. Yep. They've been, before the box yard opened, they were great supporters over at the Frontier. I mean, they still are, of course. Yeah. But they were, they've been so supportive from the start. We love them over there. Yeah. Box yards are, you know, your new post-pandemic, cool, full-on entrepreneurship, you know, sort of vibe. That's obviously translating to the music and culture program that you have, you've you've going on there. Right. I know Tess does a bunch of stuff there. What's your vision? What are your parameters when you're when you're booking talent there? Yeah. That band you had the other day was great. I oh, know, yonder. Know, just, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. And yeah. they had the guest from, ne- from Nito. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was, it was just great. Yeah, uh, on Thursday lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The idea with having that stage is it's central. It you know we're to paint the picture a little more. We're primarily an outdoor facility when it comes to the seating. Some yeah. of our some of our tenants have some indoor seating, some select indoor seating. But all in all, we have this outdoor community space. So you can go to RTP Uncorked, our wine shop, grab a glass of wine. You could go to Bukogi, get a bowl. And just sit in the common area and eat. Yeah. And you can do that. You know, your friends could go somewhere else and, you know, grab a slice at Full Steam or grab a coffee at BU and all congregate in one area. So having them sit out there, we had to give them something to do. Yeah. You know, there's a lot to look at. You know, you sit down and you you look at all the boxes and you look at all the different businesses and there's great conversation starters but like what else is there and for us when we were planning for boxyard we thought launches would be a given you know we have this built-in audience they need to go eat somewhere there's been no food in the park Mm -hmm. other than cafeterias inside these you know big campuses 
or the Arby's, you know, on 54, it, right. there, there was nowhere to eat. Right. So let's give them something at lunch. So you came out at lunch on Thursday. Yeah. That's one of the days that we do live music from 12 to 2 every Thursday. We also do live music 12 to 2 every Wednesday. Again, it's just, it's a cool place to take a lunch meeting. Totally. A little different. If you don't want to be up close near the music, you don't have to be. You can go sit on the other side of the courtyard or up in the deck. Yeah. Uh, but to answer your original question, what we're trying to do out there, we want to provide a space that has a little bit of something for everybody. Yeah. You know, they say you can't be something for everyone, and I kind of disagree. It really is, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we have the unique opportunity to be something for everyone, totally. or at least try to have a little something for everyone, yeah. whether that be through the musical acts we book or the art that we have on mm -hmm. display. You know, We have that beautiful mural from Gabe and Getz that he put up I tell you it in two weeks. Wow. I mean, it was so impressive to watch him and his teamwork. But whether it's, you know, that art piece or the triangle pop-up market we have out yep. in the parking lot yep. or the comedy show that we do on a Saturday, you know, we really want there to be different experiences. We we're dog friendly. Our our courtyard is completely I dog in there last oh, week. Yep. Yes, oh yes, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> did he go to the barkyard? Yes, he did. <laughs> so the barkyard's our dog park that's on site. So we've got we've got things for dogs. We're very family friendly. You know, we have all of these different audiences where we're attracting the families. We're attracting the people coming from work. We're attracting totally. people on the weekends that are just meeting up, young professionals, older folks too. I mean. I have just been so surprised to see how diverse of a community Boxer is attracting. And that's why I say I want to be a little something for everyone. Yeah. I, I don't want it to just be a one-trick pony. Yeah, no, and that's why I can't wait to do stuff with you guys for BCS. So we have BCS coming up September 15th through 17th. This is we're, we're going to be picking up the kind of the same model working with Tess to do the Thursday sort of lunch program, maybe a little extended and have our artists that are showcasing, that are submitting for applications, have showcases over at, at Boxyard. So I'm super excited about that. Awesome. The idea is to, you know, basically, you know, follow the same model that you guys already have there, obviously, with sort of like a BCS umbrella to it, and then see how we can, you know, bring in different companies and brands to, to support these artists. So I'm super excited about all that. Yeah, we're um, we're excited to be in on it. The yeah. ground floor, you ground know. Ground floor it is. Yeah. For better, for the worse. Point five. Point five. <laughs> point, five point five. Point five. Yeah. No, no, this is this is really exciting because I think as this thing grows, as the park grows, as basically things kind of come back together, if not more, after the pandemic. Right. And what a town and what a prestigious is the only word that comes to mind when you talk about RTP. But then what you're doing and kind of creating it more of a of a lifestyle and a brand yeah, for an approachable prestige. That's the word. Yeah. I think before I worked in the park, I had a certain specific view of what I thought people in the park had to be or yeah. how had to dress or where they had to work. And I think that's really what we're trying to change. You know, you don't have to be a certain thing or a certain person or fit a personality type to be in the park. I think it's really great that you mentioned that because it's definitely true. It's obvious. Yeah. But I think traditionally has been known as, again, a very prestigious medical science research mm -hmm. destination, which is and always will be. Yes. But just following the sort of that, again, that, that thread of Durham, Boxyard and that location specifically is just, it's so Durham. And mm -hmm. it's so an evolution for RTP to yes. be more than what it already is. Like, 
There's a reason why corporations like Meta and Google are coming there, but those are the same reasons why corporations have been coming there for decades. You right. know, and I think what you're doing is is really awesome. Yeah, we definitely had a change with the times. I mean, historically, it was just so attractive to have these big compounds that were locked down and everything was on that campus. But now the talent in this region wants something more open source. They yeah. want to be able to go out for drinks with coworkers after five, and they want to be able to grab coffee and take a meeting somewhere. And yeah. we just didn't have that before. Yeah. So really like creating those experiences and those amenities for the park, but also just the region in general. Like I That's said, we're right so in the middle. Awesome. So people can come out to Boxyard. Today, we were, today we're closed. We're closed on Mondays. But I was out there, you know, just my laptop working on the Wi-Fi, and there was about a dozen or so other people yeah. doing it too. I mean, we're cool with that too. We awesome. we want it to be a space that people use. Yeah. And that at the end of the day is, is a win for us. Yeah. Thank God you're kind of doing it the way you're doing it. And I had the same conversation with Chris and downtown. It's because that thought, that doesn't happen in, in most other cities. There seems to be a very deliberate, specific approach in Durham, which is mm -hmm. just awesome. You know, you didn't, you didn't just build a cool place. You made it out of shipping containers. So yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's pretty Durham. We had a really <laughs> awesome blueprint from Boxyard Tulsa. They're the original location. And awesome. honestly, visiting Tulsa, I thought there was a pretty strong Durham vibe out there. A lot of older buildings that are being reclaimed to something new and really embracing what's there rather than build, build, build new things. Yeah. And with that location, they were also looking at all local, no chains. So we had a really great blueprint, shout out Boxyard Tulsa, for awesome. helping us get Boxyard RTP off the ground. Just, you know, seeing what they could do out there and knowing we could do it different. You know, sure. we could really have that programming piece and really highlight the food because we're such a foodie culture yeah. now in Durham, yeah. which is the opposite of there. They're more retail. They've got mm -hmm. a lot of really cool, funky shops. So we kind of flipped the model a little bit and made it work for this region. That's great. Amanda, thank you for yeah. joining us. Thank this is you. awesome. I can't wait to work with you on more stuff at RTP and see and see it grow. So again, thanks for, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. That was Parag Bhandari with RTP Senior Director of Programming, Amanda Ronan. For more on RTP, visit rtp.org. And for Boxyard, including its calendar of events, visit boxyard.rtp.org. And for everybody interested in attending Bull City Summit September 15th to 17th, head to bullcitysummit.com. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you again soon on the Bull City Summit podcast. This podcast is a production of EarFluence. The views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of EarFluence.